0: Welcome to the Alternative Data Podcast. Welcome to the Alternative Data Podcast powered by Exabel. I'm Mark Fleming Williams. In this episode, I'm joined by Tan Long Huin of QuantCube, the Paris based macro data provider. In our conversation, Tan Long and I discuss Quantcube's business model, which involves using alternative data to create macro nowcasts that are used by various client groups, and also Quantcube's partnerships with government departments and agencies. FYI, I'm on paternity leave now and have left some podcast episodes to be released throughout the summer. So, in this episode, I'm joined by Tan Long Huynh of QuantCube Technology. Thank you very much for joining today, Tan Long
1: thank you very much mark pleasure to meet you today
0: L- likewise um so Tanlong, you're based in uh, you're based in paris um and i always like to big up the the european alternative data um ecosystem so uh, so that's an extra extra special pleasure um and your your ceo are you are your, your founder i assume as well of of, of quantcube
1: yes uh, so yeah i am one of the founders of uh, quantcube and in charge of all business uh, applications uh, for quantcube absolutely
0: fantastic okay so um so tell me what does quantcube do just introduce it briefly in a few sentences
1: yeah quantcube is a specialized in economic uh, in estimating in real time key macroeconomic data such as economic growth Inflation, industrial production, employment, across different countries, either in US, Eurozone, China, or other countries, based on big data analytics.
0: Fantastic, um, and it's been around since July 2013. So you've had a you've had a good run, nine years or so. Um, Let's go back then, Tan Long. Let's let's talk about how how the company came about, how you how you came to found QuantCube. Um, perhaps you could kind of introduce the background a little bit, um, how you came to realize that QuantCube is what the world needed, and and, and and that kind of story.
1: Yeah, let me tell you about the story behind uh, QuantCube, and you will under, uh, understand very fast why it has been set up. Okay. So, uh, my, uh, uh, I mean, my background is about uh, statistics and uh, uh, mathematics uh, as a Fulbright Scholar at the University of Chicago. And uh, in '98, uh, I was the first one uh, to uh, create quantitative investment strategies for Societe Generale in New York. So this is how I, I started my uh, career. After in 2000, I set up my own hedge fund firm uh, in uh, Chicago. And after, for uh, personal reasons, uh, I decided to go back to France for investment banks and hedge funds. And uh, in 15 years, uh, I have learned one thing that I think now I am able to summarize in 15 seconds. Uh, to deliver financial performance, it's even better to have access and to analyze information before everybody. So uh, let's say you got... a. Twitter has been created in 2006. You get the first data in 2008, 2009. And our first data source uh, that we have used, it was uh, Twitter back to 2012. Uh, And it was about uh, how to uh, anticipate the move of uh, BlackBerry. For example, uh, there was a launch of uh, the new BlackBerry on January 31st of 2013. We have created the sentiment index, which varies from zero to 100. Before the launch, it was 75. Just after the launch, it drops to 29. We put a sell recommendation. One hour later, BlackBerry was down 15%, and it was written on social media. Not enough innovation. It looks like iPhone 5. And we decided to generalize that to all stocks of S&P 500. And after that, we keep adding new alternative data source. So this is how Comtube has started.
0: Very interesting, Tan Long. There seems to have been some kind of um, some kind of birth moment um, happening in European alternative data uh, connected to Twitter in 2012. Because I have had, I think you're the fourth person, fourth company that I'm aware of. So Eagle Alpha started in a similar way in 2012 around Twitter. Um, Sesam in Paris. Um, and quoniam in in frankfurt began uh, using twitter to to try and solve their um you know uh, solve their uh, to build quantitative strategies in around 2012 as well so something cuz i haven't discovered it really in U- in the us so there seems to have been a big european trend at that moment um, that a lot of people thought right twitter alternative data Investment. Um, do you know why that was? That was. Can you help with 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 explaining why everyone might have at the same moment?
1: I mean, uh, as soon as you have those new data sets, in fact, what has happened is uh, either in Europe or U.S., uh, you got uh, some uh, you know specific companies using Twitter to create some sentiment index. Uh, so you have, uh, you know, quoted uh, those uh, four names in Europe, but I can quote you another four names in the U.S. Uh, too. Uh, uh, Fair enough. <laughs> uh,
0: Fair enough. Okay, it's a, global, it's a global phenomenon, but it's a Twitter phenomenon, potentially. Yeah, it was
1: at the beginning, but uh, how after we have differentiated ourselves uh, very fast uh, is uh, by doing what you call multiple data sources. First, uh, and, uh, and not only multiple data sources, and multilingual also, huh? And uh, I, I can tell you one thing uh, that uh, we have been uh, well-known is also, uh, uh, for example, uh, to predict the price of crude oil, uh, there is uh, five times more information in Arabic than in English uh, about crude oil. So yeah. we we have already also Arabic data scientists to analyze Arabic language without any translation. And I think we are the only one in the world to do that, in fact, uh, for example. Same thing. Uh, same thing in Chinese. So we have also Chinese uh, uh, data scientists uh, because, uh, for example, China is the largest importer of iron ore. So, you know, about iron ore, we analyze everything in Chinese. So this is one thing about how we differentiate.
0: So the model is that you you bring in data and then you have um, the... It, you, it, you, you're doing some some macroeconomic analysis using this data and 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 crunching it in a in a kind of black box within QuantCube, and then you make a forecast or you make a prediction, and then you sell the prediction. Is that is that so?
1: Uh, okay, uh, let me uh, clarify two things. Yeah. First, it's not a black box, yeah. and I'm going to tell you why, and I'm going to, to explain uh, to you very clearly. Our methodology, we are very transparent on that, especially, I mean, we have published uh, the methodology. So let me uh, tell you how we build up and what kind of forecast. In fact, what we forecast, we forecast the present, or we forecast now. So this is what you call now-cast, now. We're not going to make prediction one month from now or three months from now. It is another job to make forecast, but if you want to make forecast, you still need some data to uh, uh, update your model and data are, uh, I mean, to update your forecast, you need some data like ours.
0: Because alternative data is much more real time than than traditional data. And so you can. So in between, for example, you know, the the um, uh, companies will report every three months or so. But with with alternative data, then you can say this is the current state of play of the economy right now. You know, it's all GDP is released every three months and then revised, et cetera. But you can give the uh, the ongoing situation of the economy of, of france or, or europe or, or whatever um, and so that's so that now casting is very valuable to an investor who wants to understand what the picture is right now
1: yeah exactly let me give you uh uh, uh an example what were i mean a big topic Were able to tell you where the inflation stands today in us in real time uh, in uh, you know in france or in germany and uh, where for example uh, uh, the advantage of the nowcast you are ahead uh, three months ahead of official numbers of gdp one uh, two weeks ahead of publication of uh, official numbers uh, and ahead of consensus so what people uh, why people are going to use our data is really to anticipate trends not the level trends Meaning if inflation accelerates, if economic growth accelerates, uh, uh, etc., cetera.
0: So um, what kind of data do you bring in? We started with Twitter. What kind of alternative yeah. data are you, are, you, are you bringing in? Is that, are you fully transparent with, with what you're using?
1: Yeah, sure. So let me, uh, so let, let me clarify uh, what kind of data. We use four typologies of data. First typology of data, textual data. Among textual data, you have social media but also you have blogs, you have news, but also you have uh, the content of uh, job openings, uh, the content of job openings. So first uh, typology of data is uh, textual data. Second typology of data is satellite data. And the reason why our, a part of our research has been financed by European Space Agency and French Space Agency. It means we can have access to any kind of satellite data from European satellites. So using satellite data, you can estimate, you know, the urban growth. You know, you take a picture and you can see how fast uh, a city extends in terms of superficie. This is what you call Earth observation satellite data. You can use atmospheric satellite data to see the pollution. For example, in Shanghai, you know, it is a large industrial city. You know, there was a lockdown period, which has started in March 27 of this year, using those atmospheric satellite data, you are going to measure the density of pollution. Just after the lockdown, we can see that there is no pollution. It means you have no industrial production anymore. And, it, and now, only those last few days, we can see pollution com- coming back. It means industrial production comes back. This is uh, the second typology of data, satellite data. The third typology of data is called geolocation data. So geolocation data is like a GPS data uh, on the ships. So we are able to track any vessels, tankers, cargos. Uh, you know, we track more than 80,000 vessels in real time, updated every 15 seconds. So, but it tells you very much about... Commodity trade, crude oil trade, natural gas trade, etc. We track any cargo flights in real time, too. And the full typology of data is what we call the structural data, such as, you know, the price of apple, uh, uh, tomatoes, caliber 50-55, uh, uh, you know, even uh, the amount of loans used as collateral to get liquidity of ECB. So... You can see there is a high diversity of alternative data that we have already internally
0: definitely so but so here we are in 2022 having this conversation you began in july 2013 and you started as you mentioned with twitter um at what point in that nine year evolution would you would you say that you would have had all four of those data types being used in your in your model how, how how swiftly did you accumulate all of those different types because there's a lot of challenge in that in terms of bringing those different methodologies in and blending them together when and also um the like the the data was would have been you know not not necessarily that easy to get hold of or, or might not even have existed in in 2013 so when do you think you would have got to uh ticking all four boxes in in the in the evolution
1: <clears throat> yeah, exactly. So let me tell you. Uh, first, uh, let, uh, in 2012, it was about, uh, you know, social media. In uh, 2014, it was uh, geolocation data, you know, maritime traffic. 2015 was uh, satellite data. And uh, 2019 was telecom data also, huh?
0: so you've mentioned that the european space agency is giving you the data for free which is nice but a lot of this data in theory could be quite expensive um you uh, so that some of these data types that you're talking about could be bought by a hedge fund for quite a lot of money are you doing all your own scraping and things like that are you are you are you um developing all are you obtaining all this data yourself either through partnerships with the european space agency or doing it yourself Or are you buying in data as well?
1: There are different ways of getting access to data. It could be through partnerships, as I have mentioned, with, let's say, European Space Agency and French Space Agency that I want to thank very much, too. And let me tell you, in fact, we have been selected by European Space Agency and French Space Agency to develop all kinds of new fintech applications based on satellite data. And let me tell you uh, why. Because uh, you know, uh, uh, let's say French space agencies or space agencies are more specialized for uh, defense or environmental applications. And uh, you know, so, so they say what we could do is to tell you what we are able to do for you know environmental applications, so how to measure pollution. And from there, it was more our creativity about how to turn this, that, this kind of data into fintech applications. And what is uh, the value for the space agency uh, for that? You know, let me give you uh, an example uh, from there. In fact, now you can do some, uh, when you estimate economic growth in real time, and this is, uh, you know, what we do at the end, you can, uh, you know, if, accel- uh, let's say, if um, economic growth, uh, I mean, we're going to look at three countries, uh, three, uh, three geographies, U.S., China, and Eurozone. And if you see that there is any acceleration of economic growth, either in U.S., China, uh, or Eurozone, it means you have some economic growth somewhere in the world, meaning you can be in a risk-on mode. Mm-hmm. Meaning you can go into equity, for example. But if uh, there is deceleration of economic growth everywhere in China, US, and Eurozone, it means you should be in a risk-off mode. So this is how we have created some indicators to estimate in which macro state you stand, risk-on, risk-off. And from there, you can do some asset allocation. Having said that now, what you will see is that some investment products are going to be built up exclusively on our macro data with some sharing fee business model. And on the marketing brochure, you're going to have satellite data, stamp European Space Agency or French Space Agency. And this is very valuable for those space agencies to see this kind of satellite data, in a, let's say, marketing brochure marketed by, let's say, a U.S. investment bank. From there, space, a European space agency can go to see European commissions saying that uh, now we could have more budget to create new fintech applications.
0: That makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, at the at the other side, um, I have had, and you've, you've kind of touched on it maybe, but but in a previous episode of this podcast, I had the U.K.'s Office of National Statistics Um Talking about forecasting GDP or, or, or measuring GDP um, and how alternative data is increasingly coming into the UK's Office, office of National Statistics is workings as to how that happens. Um, and so, I, I suspect they would be interested in your in your findings as well, from a, just from a national statistics office um, perspective. That if you are able to make uh, sophisticated nowcasts um, about the current situation. I the the question is whether they would pay you for it. That's the important question for you. <laughs> I don't know. Um, do you have do you have na- do you have national clients like that?
1: I can answer that one too. two. <laughs> uh, yeah. First, uh, in uh, we have launched uh, the share of a uh, real time macroeconomics with the French National Institute of Statistics. So the share of macroeconomics is a kind of a research lab. So we have launched it uh, together uh, with the French National. Uh, Institute of Statistics. So this is the first thing. So we have a very good, you know, of course, relationship. But let's say, uh, so this is good because for us, it's going to it, it's validating our methodology. And the French National uh, Institute of uh, Statistics has used our data. You can see it in some of their publications. But the market is more, let's say, uh, asset allocation division of asset managers, Global macro hedge funds or uh, equity uh, hedge funds, et etc. More on the buy side, you have thousands of uh, uh, buy side uh, financial institutions that need that need this kind of a uh, real time uh, macro data.
0: Before we go into into the clients a little bit more, what kind of um, so that so the output is um, is it a set? Um, are you what does the output look like? Is it, is it set? Are you saying, right, we can provide uh, now, now casted inflation figures for every single country in, I don't know, in the world or, or in Europe or, or you know, how, how big is your scope? And, and also, do you have set things that you'll provide? So this is we'll do inflation, we'll do GDP, we'll do etc. Um, or, or will you be doing bespoke projects a lot? How does, how does, that, how does the offering come out?
1: Yeah. So the uh, offering uh, is uh, a web access uh, platform, very standardized uh, product. And uh, uh, I, let me try to describe you the platform. You know, uh, I, uh, sure. uh, let's say we estimate the 10 key macro variables. Uh, and what we do is that we do that in real time. Meaning, uh, when you see the platform on the right, uh, you're going to have a time series. Uh, which is updated on a daily basis you know like a stock price of, except that it's economic growth rather than you know four data points a year here it's really updated on the daily basis
0: does it does it update um, when official figures are released does that figure then become the base figure in your in your forecast
1: no we do not uh, to clarify we do not use any official data okay so uh, let me give you uh, an example. Uh, for example, uh, you know, on um, uh, I think tomorrow, uh, you know, uh, U.S. inflation is going to be uh, released, uh, and uh, on uh, for the month of June. But for us, uh, on June, today, the third, yes?
0: today it just happened. Nine yeah. percent. It's huge.
1: Yeah, it was. Uh, how much uh, did did we get? Uh, nine. No, it
0: was nine 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 percent. It was it was it was very high.
1: Yeah. So this is, uh, you will see, uh, this is uh, this number. I mean, uh, uh, that uh, we got. Uh, we, I know that we got 9% also for Germany, and uh, we have uh, published it on uh, June the 30th, uh, you know, uh, already. Uh, and uh, we have a very, we have 98.5% of correlation with official uh, numbers. Uh, to her. so uh, this is uh, what I mean. Uh, we this is uh, something that we have uh, just published, uh, saying that uh, inflation keeps increasing in US, in Germany, in France, even if you have those uh, governmental uh, measures. That those numbers, we have it already two weeks ago.
0: It's uh, it's interesting that you like it's a, I like I can understand why you don't just uh, take the government figure as being the. You know, this is the new truth. This is definitely the truth because actually, government figures can be revised. You know, a month down the line, or or weeks down the line, or whatever. And potentially, if you, if when the government announced their figure, and you just discarded your figure then and just took the government's figure, what if the government revised their figure in a month and and they came back closer to what you had originally? So you're you're kind of you're tracking the official figures. You're not necessarily. And you're not necessarily saying that their figure is better than yours. Like you're you're an independent reality in a way.
1: First, we are independent, and uh, we're not going to be we're not going to be better than official figures uh, in terms of level, Uh, Mm. because uh, uh, let's uh, what uh, people are very interested in is uh, whenever it accelerates uh, or decelerates. uh, You know about the jump uh, and to get the trend. before everybody this is what people are mostly interested in rather than uh, in terms of level
0: yeah 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 okay to get the to get the news um so what and so um geographical sorry sorry i yeah. i interrupted you were saying on the on the right side of the screen you have
1: yeah yeah it's a time series and on the left you can compare it you know country you know by a country you know other today
0: also so perfect okay um and so what's your geographical scope
1: yeah so uh, uh geographical scope as i have said it's us china eurozone and eurozone uh, you know it's uh, france germany italy spain uh, we have uk canada so this is what we have uh, uh, also i know uh, this month we add uh, china i mean uh, china i mean for inflation but also the the brics uh, which is uh, brazil uh, after we're going to add India, Indonesia huh, also. And Russia.
0: Have you got Russia already?
1: Yeah, we got uh, Russia, especially what people use it. It's more for commodity, for example, uh, you know, for export of crude oil. <laughs> so this is, uh, yeah.
0: I mean, uh, people come to see us for that. Is there a large variance between your figures and Chinese official figures when it comes to, uh, to the macro data?
1: Yeah, uh, the answer is yes. Uh, and I'm going to tell you why. And we are very comfortable with it. Uh, yeah. First, uh, what we have done is our modeling uh, compare, uh, you know, to U.S. economic growth. Uh, and uh, we have, uh, you know, uh, 95% of correlation with the uh, U.S. economic uh, growth number. We have like 93 to 96% with different countries uh, in Europe. And after we have used exactly the same models for China. And if you see, uh, look at official numbers in China before COVID, uh, the economic growth number was roughly the same 8.0%, 8.0%, 7.9, 7.9, 7.9. Yeah. And uh, our figures were uh, much more different than that. And from there, whenever you, uh, y- we use our data, let's say if you see economic growth accelerate uh, in China, uh, you're going to uh, invest in the appreciation of Chinese yuan versus u s dollar and this is a forex investment strategy which works very well too, so this is why we are very comfortable that our data enable to make forex arbitrage on Chinese currency, for example
0: but okay and so um and so in terms of clientele you've you've touched on it already um what what kind of what where do you see the most um the most uh the appetite for this data Oh definitely in the u s for sure um so definitely in the us what what kind of what kind of um clients what kind of funds? Oh, yeah
1: i mean a it? global uh, macro hedge funds uh, uh, also pension funds uh, uh, us asset managers uh, too for their asset allocation too and it's you know it could be for different purposes some uh, they want they are more in you know, the us focused so they are going to look at more us-centric uh, data you know Employment data, because uh, we are able uh, to estimate even at sector level. I didn't mention we get each uh, job opening, so we are able uh, to tell you, you know, at sector level, some uh, they are more international, so they are going to look at more, you know, economic growth that they combine with inflation.
0: I spoke to a, a Paris-based fund called Capital Fund Management. I'm sure you're yeah. aware of them, um, who had said that they had begun. Um, forecasting the macro environment perhaps a little bit further out than what we' what we 're describing right now, but they were thinking about what will the macro environment look like in a month 's time in order to then be able to think about which stocks to um, to invest in within that environment you know to be ready for that environment um, but they also said in the in the in the in our conversation that they 're wary of buying a solution off the shelf because they feel that is how they make their money often. It's, it's, it's their, that it is their ability to crunch this data and, and come up with their own um, you know, inflation figure and, and, and forward looking inflation figure, which is potentially what will be their edge in the market. Um, do you find do you think they're unusual in that? Do you find that there are a lot of macro hedge funds who are happy to buy an answer from you um, rather than working it out for themselves in order to try and preserve their own internal edge?
1: Yeah, uh, no, I, I completely understand. This is uh, what it, uh, this is how it usually starts, uh-huh. uh, you know, uh, to tr- uh, to try to make it internally, and we know C F M very well. I think we have mm-hmm. had a roundtable uh, together uh, uh, with the CEO of C F M, even a couple of roundtables uh, with them for a uh, different conference. So uh, we we know them uh, of course, and uh, we respect them, you know, very well, and lots of quantum. Uh, on our side, uh, it's a bit different. It's really data scientist uh, okay? Having uh, clarified that uh, something I, I need uh, 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 people look at different key macro variables. Today, people look at inflation. you know everybody focuses on inflation. But I can tell you uh, three years ago, nobody has looked at inflation, but we have already uh, developed uh, inflation in real time back to seven years ago. Today is about inflation. Tomorrow is, uh, I mean, uh, it's going to be, uh, uh, I don't know, it's going to be a consumer discretionary. I'm going to tell you why is a uh, we track. Uh, I didn't mention we track all Chinese uh, tourists around the world. Now there is no impact, but for example, I can tell you beginning of 2023, it, it's going to be a key macro variable to look at. Also, what you know, what we anticipate. Uh, and what is very interesting is that we work also with uh, some governmental institutions too you know, such as World Bank, uh, you know uh, etc. So what I, I want to say, what we're able to do is really to estimate in which macro regime we currently stand. And uh, depending on which macro r- regime, we're going to uh, to look at some specific macro variables. Today is inflation, but tomorrow is going to be something else.
0: And so, do you see yourself as as a? Um, so, do you see yourself from a if if a client was a, was an investment fund? Um, would you would they would you expect them to see you as just another data point, essentially? Um, so I don't know what your I don't know what your price mo- pricing model is like, but would would they be looking to bring in your feed as a kind of as an extra bit of color in describing the current situation, um, or would you expect them to be taking your number and then building their entire strategy around it?
1: No, 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 and it shouldn't be uh, like that. Uh, I our I, I mean we are a data provider, so they are going to use our data. As another data point complementary Mm. to their other data sets. After, it is their job to see how much value our data sets brings compared to their current other data sets.
0: Um, Okay, so you've been doing this for nine years now. Um, Where do you think we are at in terms of alternative data in Europe? You began back in the very early days almost of alternative data in Europe and there wasn't that much going on. There were just a lot of things opening up. Where do you think we are in terms of um, Europe's uh, uh, evolution towards um, uh, adopting alternative data?
1: I'm going to be honest with you. In Europe, we are lagging compared to US. Mm. Mm. So this is my straight answer. And I like very much France and Europe. and. Uh, I'm pro-European, I can tell you, but uh, European financial institutions are lagged uh, very behind uh, than uh, US
0: institutions. Why do you think that is?
1: I mean, I think it has always been uh, like that, except for some very niche markets, some equity derivatives. uh, But, uh, you know, uh, in US, usually you're going to take more risk. uh, You know, you have also more budget. uh, You know, there are many reasons uh, for... Uh, for, for 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 that,
0: uh, I, I would say. Do you think it's impossible to change, or do you think? Do you know what what would need to change in order for Europe to 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 let loose an alternative data?
1: It's a. I think it's a matter of a uh, mentality. You know, <coughs> I would say in the US, it's more. It's a very opportunistic. Um, I would say more than, uh, than in, Europe, in Europe, Europe may be a bit more conservative. But those are general rules, of course, in uh, Europe, uh, I mean, uh, you have also some very uh, innovative financial uh, institutions, uh, you know, etc.
0: For sure, no, absolutely um and so what so looking looking ahead then here we are um you've been you've been doing this for a little while where do you see the future growth of um of of quantcube um where do you see where are you most excited about in terms of what's what's becoming possible and also more broadly where do you see the future growth for alternative data where where do you see as the cutting edge
1: first uh, i can tell you it's a big market it's a boulevard of opportunities uh, and what mm-hmm. is very difficult for us is really to focus because mm-hmm. we have so much data that we can do many things so having said that now today uh, today uh, we do uh, macroeconomic now cast so this is what uh, you know i uh, i told you it's about how to estimate in uh, real time economic growth etc mm-hmm. also uh, you can see you know in the press, uh, we have created a new concept, which is called Dividend Surprise Nowcast. So mm-hmm. what I want to say now, not only we're going to extend in terms of geography, as I have mentioned, to the bricks, but we're going to be able to go at a much more granular level, at a corporate level firm, to estimate sales in real time, that we will call Sales Nowcast to estimate expenses in the real-time. Expenses is how much you buy in commodity, how much you spend in salary, etc., And at the end, how to estimate in real-time EBITDA. So after tomorrow, it's going to be called financial nowcast. So you can see mm-hmm. it's a big uh, opportunity. Also, uh, and uh, now we do it already at city level. So what we're able to do on economic growth, we can tell you now, economic growth of the city of Paris. What are inflation in Paris? We go at a very granular level.
0: So Parisians will be able to, uh, to, to abuse the mayor of Paris and, and, uh, and, and ask why they're not growing faster, because you'll be able to measure it more clearly.
1: And this is why you are also very good about how to predict the political elections.
0: Yes, I'm sure, absolutely, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, and um, in fact, I don't know if you have been aware, we have predicted very well US elections at the swing state level, meaning that, for example, we have been able to predict the winner of Georgia, Arizona, etc., with 83.3% of success compared to 33% for, for consensus.
0: Is that, by, is that by constructing some kind of pain index in those states? So the ones that are hurting more are more likely to change or something like that?
1: No, no, no. What we do, uh, we do also uh, in this case, uh, a combination of macroeconomic model and uh, social media analytics at really at city level. So at the end, we are able to tell you who is going to be the winner at the district level, district, after city, and then regional, and then a state level, and then country level.
0: Well, if you know who's going to be the new Conservative Party leader in, in, in England, then please do put it into my, uh, in my LinkedIn DMs. I would be, I'd be very interested. Um, but um, but Tanlong, one more thing, which I've been very remiss in not mentioning, is um, to congratulate you for winning uh quantcube winning the imd and ird awards best alternative data initiative for for 2022 so um so that's that yeah that's 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 actually what um what what flagged quantcube as being a company that i must speak to in the first place so congratulations for winning that award
1: No, thank you very much i mean uh, we are very happy about that it was a really uh, unexpected uh too because uh, we don't do uh, many you know, publications, but it is true that uh, we have uh, you know, some great uh, references. And uh, for example, uh, uh, I don't know if you have been aware, uh, we have uh, predicted uh, you know, economic growth uh, uh, as soon as in the US, uh, uh, as soon as mid-March 2020, that was going to be very negative compared to the forecast uh, model of the Fed of New York or Atlanta. And everything has been published way ahead. Too. So I think this is how we started to be recognized. Too.
0: Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, Tan Long, um, thank you very much. This, is, this has been very interesting. Thank you for coming and talking about QuantCube and, uh, and, and walking me through the model. And, um, and best of luck with winning future awards and, uh, and, and these new products that you were talking about.
1: Thank you very much, Mark for your
0: time, and please feel free,
1: if you have any questions, very happy to answer of any of your questions. Thank you, and have a great day.
0: Thank you, you too.